You're going to love it here. The most fucked up place on earth. That is not normal. (laughs) I'm not disagreeing with you. We've committed to this. We're in. Here we go. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us under the library. This is an actual play tabletop RPG podcast, and we are currently using the Call of Cthulhu rule set loosely. If you like what we do here and would care to support it, please head over to underthelibrary.com slash support. There you'll find direct links to our first module. It's called Snake's Oil. And to our Patreon account. Again, that's underthelibrary.com slash support. And if you are a tabletop RPG gamer or GM looking to get more out of your role-playing experience, check out our other podcast. It is called Up Your RPG and can be found wherever you get your podcasts. My name's Arthur. I am playing Buddy. Once again, we have a full house tonight. That means I am joined by Rick as Sam, Scott as Eddie, Emily as Colette, and Wayne as Sister B. As always, we are joined by our keeper. That guy's Michael. Michael, the show is all yours. Yeah, and I'm going to get it right on this episode. Under the Library is a horror tabletop role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu universe. It features horror and other unsettling imagery. Not safe for Scott is your signal the following information will be graphic. If you're concerned, skip ahead, but stay with us. And if you use... Show me your monkey. As a pickup line, you're probably in the right place. (laughs) And now to Emily with last episode's recap. Oh, that's just not fair. I needed a not safe for Scott warning. Yeah, that was that that was disturbing. (laughs) Okay. At the train station, Sister B rigs a switch to briefly halt a passing train. She and Ethan climb on top, but the train lurches as she opens a hatch. Ethan is knocked off as she falls into the car. Back at the hotel, Colette packs her belongings and meticulously erases any sign of her presence from the room. Standing in front of the mirror, she flashes back to the facility. Meanwhile, after eating enough for four at Mama Taconi's, Eddie heads back to the hotel and his knock jars Colette from her vision. Sam packs and prepares the farm for their trip, their family trip to New Bloodstone, and he instructs a neighbor to always leave a cow out. Buddy, also in his room at the hotel, finally opens the letter. It seems to be from his father, who abandoned he and his mother long ago. As our episode comes to a close, Buddy notices that the cancellation on the stamp is from Bloodstone. And with that, we'll go to Emily, who is Colette. Colette, uh, you heard a knock at the door as you were hearing voices in the mirror. Yeah, so as I come back to myself, I will go and open the door to Eddie, I assume. Yeah, yeah, it's me. And you will just see that I look very haggard and a little bit vacant in the eyes. Wow, you're not looking too good either. I was going to come give you a little download on how Buddy's doing, but... Well, like that's a nice way to say too. hello. Damn, what I do? You said she didn't look good. 
Oh, you, well, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're looking a little, you're looking, I don't know. You're looking a little, I don't know. Did something happen? Cause something just happened to buddy. I go and eat a, you know, one teen, a little meal. And all of a sudden everyone seems like they're maybe having some trouble. Should I have brought you some food? Maybe. I'm fine. I'm fine. What's happening. Are we leaving soon? Oh God. I want to get out of this place. Yeah. I just had, I'm hoping to get one more meal, but otherwise, yeah, I want to get on the, get on that train just as soon as possible. Buddy's got some stuff he's dealing with. He can give you more information later, but he just got a little bit of news about his family, so he might need a few minutes. Is Eddie having indigestion or is Scott having indigestion? Scott. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's some nice method. I might have to go get some water. Exactly. It's it's a uh, man of got coming back. Can you make two rolls for me? I need you to make a spot hidden roll as well as a constitution roll. There it is. Spot hidden, uh, 26. So I got a regular success. Okay. And so you notice how clean her room is, right? Yeah. I think your detective mind would immediately notice that yeah. that place is spotless. <laughs> Scott's got the hiccups. <laughs> I hate this game so much. <laughs> How does it know that this is the critical role? I got a 90 fucking six. Oh, I got why? a 96. How? How? Oh. Join the, the crowd. How does it know? Yeah, but you just got to throw a poor stupid pharmacist off the train. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I got a 96. Just uh, it'll work out well. It always perfect. does. Perfect. All right. And so as he's standing there kind of taking in the room around you, Colette, you hear an enormous rumble come from Eddie's stomach. Like one of those awkward, oh, like you're in conversation and it just rumbles up and to the point where even Eddie just kind of like looks at you like, oh, that came from my body. Although to be honest, Eddie's like, Whoa! And he's pat. I'm patting my stomach, and I'm like, "Did you hear that? That's, I think that's the shit. That's the lasagna getting settled in there." Look, and I go, "Colette, Colette, you swore this is a miracle. I hope my stomach does that again. That was wonderful." It's interesting that Colette has given you the impression that she doesn't swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she has sworn. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe you weren't around. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie. Sometimes I, sometimes I fucking swear. That's awesome. And I'm sort of patting my stomach. Does my stomach hurt at this point, or is it just making the noises? It's just making huge rumbling noises. I'm like, oh yeah. I said it. The, that's getting settled in. That maybe that last little bit of provolone isn't sitting so good. <laughs> Those don't sound like good noises. You're asking yeah. me if I'm okay. Are you okay? You should hear it when it comes out later. It's nobody's happy in that situation. <laughs> I'm just Eddie? telling you. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> so, all right. So, listen, you're packed up, ready to go. I got my stuff ready to go. Let's go check on Buddy and see if we can hit that train right now. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, go back on over. I'm going to, this time, I'll sort of gingerly knock on the door and just be like, Buddy, is it okay if we come on in? Can I can I just ask one question? When you're running down the hall, do you feel something fall? Diarrhea? 
God. Diarrhea. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and then I'm sliding. You in are five. <laughs> All right. So uh, you know, again, not not sort of tentatively, and just sort of be like, "Hey, uh, buddy, is it okay if I uh, come on in? Are you you ready for us?" Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Come on in. Um, and Buddy is going around the room packing. Okay. Yep. And uh, I got my bag ready to go. So. Um, I'll be Eddie, like, yeah, sir, so, Eddie, are, are we going? To, are we going to Bloodstone? Well, I think we're going to Bloodstone. You doing okay? Do you have a good call with your mom? Yeah, I'm. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay, we'll get we'll get a, a an update later on that. Yeah, if you if you're ready to go, let's hit the road. I know we got hopefully like an hour till the train leaves, and we got plenty of time to get over there. So let's just head on down to the station. Okay, oh. and as we cut from that scene, Eddie, you last train a- to Clarksville. You're looking around to see if there's any like food laying around in Buddy's room, um, and we'll cut over to Sam, who uh, you have everybody in the truck at this point. Is that right? I'd, I'd I'd say so. I think my plan was to head to the station, but I needed to pop by the hotel first and uh, communicate with the Buddy and the Lulu. Not not the Eddie. Mm. Not the Eddie. Mm. Uh, I haven't seen that is since he was skulking around that uh, that 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 diner a little bit ago. So I, I'd probably park and I'd tell the the, the sheriff, I'm gonna leave the car running here. I'm just gonna pop on in here and uh, just chitter chatter for a minute. I'll be right out and we'll head on over to the station. Oh, okay, Sam. We'll 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 wait right here for you. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. As and soon as I, you walk away. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, right? It's filled with all of our things and my child, our child. Yeah, just kind of. You um, feel all the rocks hit, pelt your back as the tires yeah. kick them up. Uh, and so I would walk up, and as I'm walking up, um, I would keep an eye and pay attention to room uh, 131. Uh, 131's on the opposite side of the hotel. Oh. You're talking about Elton's room? El Elroy's, not Elroy, Elton's. Elroy's room. Hmm. Hmm. And I would uh yeah, I suppose I would I would want to just walk by that first. Okay. So I would do I guess an extra long loop around the, the motel, if that makes sense. I just want to my, my attention is actually fixated on making sure that there's that that's that's tied up, so to speak, okay. before we leave town. Like Elroy's tied up? Maybe. Okay, uh, so you get there. The doors closed. One thirty-one's closed. Cheryl's parked on the opposite side of the hotel where uh, Eddie's car is. Okay, and is there uh, anybody around? Like, did I see Henry, the the front desk man, as I was walking? He's gonna be thrilled uh, to see there you. Is, there is nobody around. Uh, so I'd wa- I'd walk up and I'd give a knock and then I would step like two feet back and a step to the side. If that makes sense. Oh. Uh, hello. Oh shit! And I <laughs> and I would go, Elra, is that you? Oh, did did you come back to watch a movie with me? I just I remember you had that a uh, uh, horrible headache. I wanted to make sure you're doing okay. Uh, it it still hurts a lot, but. Uh, if you want to watch some of my memories, I'd love to. Is it is it better or worse? Mm. Well, 
I mean, I wouldn't mind another bit of whiskey if that's what you mean. Okay. <laughs> and so the door opens and there stands Elroy and he's a bit like his hair's kind of sticking up and stuff like he's been laying in bed for a while. Not that he leaves much anyway, but uh, he's looking a little bit more frazzled. Yep. Uh, and so say, Arrow, grab me that glass that you had last time. Oh, well, that was your flask. No, 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 no. I mean, the one glass that you have in your place that you had filled with water. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That would be great. And so so he goes over and by his bedside is that glass and it's got about a quarter of a glass of water in it and he brings it over to you. Gotcha. And I would say, uh, uh, pound that. And then I would take out my my flask, which I presume if I'm going on a road trip with the family, I would have refilled at home, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I and I pour him, I don't know, at least a quarter of it, maybe half into the glass. And I would uh, I would I would uh, give the glass a wipe and then I would okay. give it back to him. OK, make a stealth roll. Yeah. What am I what am I open here? Um let me see. The, find out. Oh good. <sighs> I, it's not horrible. I'm just debating if I want to use any luck. It's a lot. It's like 10, 12 points. No. Okay. Okay. Did you fail? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll cut to Sister <laughs> B inside the train. <laughs> oh man. This is fun. It's like a game within a game. <laughs> All right, Sister B, you're bouncing along inside that train. You realize you're, you're yes. So Sister yeah. B goes and looks for a smallish box to pull over underneath the opening at the top of train because that's the light coming in so she can see, but not much else. But she wants to be able to get up there and pull herself up and out and take a look. Okay. So tell me, so these are heavily tarped. There's heavy tarps all over everything inside the train. So she's, um, so Sister B is looking around, not, she doesn't, she's not interested in the heavy tarped big boxes or anything. Anything that's small, like a small crate, um, you know, something, um, several shoe boxes sized, anything of that nature that's solid that she could stand on that would help her reach the opening at the ceiling. Okay, uh, none of them will move. Everything's really heavy. And there's no small boxes or anything of that no, nature? No, everything's probably about uh, three and a half feet tall by three feet wide okay, and three is... feet deep. They make okay, a, so... they kind of make a, a, a almost a cube, but they're a little bit tall. Okay, so with that size, is there one that's close enough to the opening that she can crawl on that she could reach or jump towards the opening? And grab the edge. Sure, I I would I would call this. You've already made a jump, so this is somewhat of a pushed roll. So, but since you're doing it from a box, I'll give you an <coughs> advantage. So okay. you can make a a jump roll at advantage. But if you fail, it's going to be bad. That's yes. that's what we're saying. Oh well, I was hoping to use dexterity. Her jump is terrible. Her jump is a twenty. Okay, that might not be worth it then. Oh, all right. but we've we've committed to this action. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we've committed. We're in. Here we go. 
oh, a 14. It's and... almost like she's midair and she's like, wait a minute. I decided I don't want to jump. So let's <laughs> just say it helped. There was a 65 and a 14. So with advantage, the 14. Right. So you launch up and you get your fingers right over the edge <clears throat> of the hatch. Um, mm -hmm. You can feel at this point. Uh, the wind starting to go by and the train's mm -hmm. probably moving at a good like 10 to 15 miles per hour at this point. And that's fine. So with her, you know, her good body strength, uh, she pulls herself up and up and where she can uh, pop out if she had to and holds on to. And she wants to scoot herself towards the back of the car where the ladder is. And she wants to look down where she had put her suitcase down by stairs at the bottom of this could be precarious her suitcase that was put on the coupling unit right at the bottom of the ladder unfortunately um she will also look into the distance it's probably too long by now to see if she could see any person maybe lying at side of track oh. writhing in the distance a half mile off i don't know how good her eyesight is yeah make a spot hidden we'll see oh she actually does have a really good spot hidden. we'll so... see how this goes <laughs> Maybe there, maybe this person is running to jump onto the train. Uh, that would be a um, ninety-six. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh, no! <laughs> you know, y'all blame me that bad shit happens to y'all all the time, but really, like when y'all are rolling ninety-sixes and ninety-nines all night, there's like it's oh, out of my no. hands. It, it's it's really. I was thinking about this today, actually. Uh, our ratio of 96 and above <laughs> to 10 and below i know it's completely it, it's off. way out of whack we're yeah. statistically like we, improbable yeah we never roll threes and fours no this is true this is right isn't that weird point i just yeah. think i think that's an observation bias and that's not myth i just I really think like, we be. can roll some low rolls. I just we don't do. think they're as memorable as the horrible, horrible <laughs> yeah. things. That but like, we roll we, yeah, we roll some low rolls, but how many ones, twos, threes, and fours have we rolled? Uh, uh, and okay, how many listen, critical fails like, have we rolled? We've had three five and unders in a row. Okay, yeah. for any listeners, if you've already counted how many <laughs> rolls we're doing, <laughs> right? Yeah, let us know. There will be let a us huge know. prize. <laughs> Any actuaries out there working on it? Um, <laughs> I do remember that time I rolled 101. No. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. <laughs> All right. Uh, Y'all did roll ones in back-to-back -back weeks, though. But you're we right. did. Nobody's, I do remember Nobody's that. ever rolled a two, a three, or a four, ever. That we remember or celebrate. Yeah. Okay. I do remember uh, hundreds. So off in the distance, I would say you probably see a stretcher. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he's awful close to the facility. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Um. Oh, Ethan, my darling, I'm so sorry that uh, you got whacked in face by big metal door. It, uh, it makes me so sad. But... I will have to look over the edge and see if suitcases there. Yeah. So uh, with that ninety six, it is, <laughs> it's it's slipped off and the handle is caught on a nut, and so it's like you're like one bounce away from that thing going right under the train. 
oh, this is great. She's going to go for it. This is what it's cool. I want her to okay. go for it. She has to. If this is her demise, so be it. The suitcase. Oh, suitcase. It has it has her clothes in it. It's important. Okay. So make a dex roll and then so, a strength roll. Okay. Sister B makes it to ladder. She, much like a ladder on a submarine or ship, she uh, just grabs the side and slides down with her hands. Okay. Face first, of course, like you do. And this would be her dex roll doing so. Here's the 98 where she slides. All a 28. There okay. we go. So that is a very hard success. All right. So, so she you lands. Your... And, so okay, she you're... plants it, and the Romanian judge, judge gives her a 9.8 on planting the <laughs> landing. And you have your fingers wrapped around the suitcase handle. Fingers wrapped. Wrapped around suitcase handle. Oh, my favorite habit is in there. And we do strength roll. Yeah. Okay. Strength Not roll. Not drugs, like habit, like a nun's wear. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Rick. was a little confused. Ooh. He was thinking about his numerous habits and got it confused with your habit wear. Oh, 37. And her strength is a 60. Okay. All right. So uh, you have your suitcase. And oh, she hugs it. She kisses the side of it. Oh, suitcase, you're back to me. I love you. And you don't <laughs> care about Ethan at all? She yeah. does, but suitcase is very important. That's great. You're so much more important than Ethan. <laughs> suitcase can help her save other people. Maybe someday come back and help Ethan. Okay. And so she makes her way back up staircase with suitcase. All right. and, uh, a, la a ladder, I should say, and works her way over and to uh, opening into a car. And she looks down and uh, reaches down, drops suitcase down inside and does a uh, does a little spin and a jump into it. So she makes sticks another gymnast landing. All right. And then uh, so let's cut to... Are, are you three together at this point, Eddie, Colette, Buddy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're getting in a car and driving we're, to we're the train We're getting in my car station. and we're, yep, we're driving over to the train station. Okay. So yeah, jeez. While, while, while we're parking. driving out, who the hell left that pickup truck out there? I was going to say, <laughs> you, would, you would, but y'all know, Sam, somebody would recognize his pickup. I guess. <laughs> it's less Whether fun. you want to acknowledge it is totally <laughs> right. up to you. Oh, wow. oh crap. That guy's here. Floor it. <laughs> Now, doesn't that pickup truck have huge dents from hitting all sort of animals and like like deer cow residue all over it? That would that would track. It would definitely be have some dents. And I mean, who knows? He could think they're animals. They could have been people. Oh, just right. really quickly, Michael, depending on what you want. But, you know, we would have to get to the car, get it packed up like so it's going to be a good five, six minutes. So depending on timing. Maybe he finished his business and he's coming over to us before we get the car packed. All right. Well, then we'll cut to we'll cut to Sam, uh, right. who's uh, hearing somebody right behind him say, "Click, click," and that would be a very familiar sound of the hammer on a double barrel shotgun being pulled back. Uh, let me just ask a question. How fast is fucking Henry? Because I looked around prior to this and there was no one. That's right. <laughs> Maybe Henry didn't want you to see him. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And uh, and I guess I would 
threes. And I would say, uh, do you want a drink? Uh, make a persuade roll, Sam. Here comes Sam's 98. This is going to be great. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Come on, 98. Come right on, 98. That is at 19, sir. <laughs> I suppose I do. If you want to hand me that flask and be on your way. I hope this will be the last time that you and I are going to run into each other. Uh, it it is, sir. It is, sir. I was coming to make amends and share a drink with uh with I him. Te- but... How about you make amends by leaving that flask right there on the ground and you start walking? That sounds good. And I'll and I'll take the flask and I'll just give it a rub and put it down on the ground. And uh, he's just kind of circling you. And he says, as you're walking, you all right there, all right? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm doing really well. And uh, he's got his shotgun trained on you as you walk back around the hotel. And probably about that time, you'd run into Colette and Eddie and Buddy packing up their car. Wow, you just left your favorite flask like that? Man. Well, so as I round the corner, I, I turn and I look over my shoulder. Is he following me or is he standing there? He's just standing there. But is he watching me or is he talking to Elroy? He's watching you. <laughs> Keep walking. And I, and I do a little <laughs> little, little cap raise and nod in his direction. And, do we uh... see by any chance the gun trained on him? No, he's on the opposite side okay. of the hotel from you, so you're not going to see him. I was going to help him. I was just going to just going to laugh. <laughs> yeah, if nobody else was here, that might have gotten actually a little exciting. But uh, I'll walk back towards uh, the side with the family, and presumably where the entrance is, uh, where where everybody's uh, else is is staying. And and would I see them there packing up the car? Yep. Yep. And I would sort of do a. Little fast walk over towards them, and I'll go. Oh, but oh, buddy, I'm just coming to look for you and uh, Lulu. And uh, oh, there you are, detective. How are you doing there, Eddie? Yeah, it's uh, really great to see you, Sam. You're looking larger than the last time I saw you, and I'd come up and I'd give your belly a little tap. No, not for nothing, <laughs> but I. Based on our description, he's not gaining an ounce from this. He's eating like oh no, madman. But I don't think it's he's just. Is that a correct assumption? You're not. I mean, you would probably be visibly somewhat. You're not going to be like growing. You're not like a Monty Python skit. It you would be somewhat distended, but you're still hungry. So you're not really in like pain. Yeah. Does that make sense? It, yeah. yeah, that's fine. He looks a little bloated. Was all my point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're still you're still gonna poke the FBI agent in the belly. Yeah, you're gonna. I said, Sam, you touch me one more time, you're losing a hand. <laughs> I said, I guess I'd be saying non fingers, wouldn't I? And I'd say, where are y'all heading off to? Uh, we're just we're going someplace, Sam. Well, Sam no. knows where we're going. We just talked Sam, about it earlier today with Sam. I wasn't there for that. Well, that's why Colette is telling you that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sounded like Emily telling me that. (laughs) I need to know if it's Emily or Colette talking. And Sam is looking back and forth between the two of you like, hey, listen, whatever sort of a dispute you two have in your relationships, uh, trust me, you can work it out. 
<laughs> up in Bloodstone, that's for sure. And, Sam, uh, Sam, are you going to introduce us? I say yes, honey. Come These on, are your friends, right? Come on, <laughs> come on out, Cheryl and Amos. And I have him hop out, and I introduce Cheryl to the three of you. Cheryl, uh, this is Colette. Uh, this is Detective um, Eddie. Mm, my name is Lulu. Oh. It's very nice to meet you. Oh my Stick God. my hand out. <laughs> oh, he, oh, is this come... Rachel? Who <laughs> 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 we've heard so much about. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> wow. And I will say out loud, I'm like, Sam, you are one piece of work, buddy. <laughs> You are one piece of work. And I say, and I look at Amos. I say, "This is Detective Eddie." And he could be our best behavior there, Amos. And then I would turn to Buddy and say, "And this is Buddy." Uh, and he is, uh, he is. Uh, are you a? I would notice your rank, yeah. right, Buddy? Are you a private corporal? I'd say, "And this is Corporal Buddy." And so uh, we pay, we pay our respects to them, don't we? And uh, uh, that, yeah. that's uh, it's Corporal Clifton, ma'am. Very, very nice to meet you, and and, and very nice to meet you too, son. And we'll cut from there to Sister B, who is currently uh, in train car with tops, tarps, and boxes all around. And at this point, uh, her curiosity, of course, comes to her, and she, oh, puts her ears to one of the boxes and she listens, and then gives one a, a little rap to see what it's made of. It's very dense, and it's uh, hard. As in wood hard or metal hard. Ding, metal ding. hard. Ooh, metal hard. Oh, and then the one of the ones that would be closer to the opening, so if there's sunlight coming in, because it'll be dark in there, unless there's a light switch. Um, she takes the corner of the tarp and, and lifts it up to take a look at the big cube. And Sister <clears throat> B, this would be unlike anything that you've seen. It's an iron box with a very foggy glass dome on the top. And uh, there's three, If I want you to think like old school kind of raised lights. You know what I'm talking about? The little domey lights. Oh yeah, the, uh, yeah. science fiction movie from the 50s lights. Perfect, right? Yeah. Uh, one's, uh, there, it looks, yeah, from there it would be red, <coughs> green, and blue. And the one on this is blue. Oh, and is it is it shining light? Yeah, it's it's, ah. it's yes. Oh, and it's foggy now. Uh, Sister B goes and is the fog on the outside or on the inside? So she would wipe glass on the inside. It's kind of ah. like you're you're rubbing the glass, but it's so it's dry it's on the outside. Inside, yep. Ah, oh, that makes sense because it would be warmer and hotter outside, and so something moist and wet that is inside condensation is happening. So she sees. Oh, so. Then curiosity would make her go to other box and go, hmm, I wonder. And since you said there was a set of lights, uh, she pulls off the type on another one and sees if there's the same setup, dome and lights. Same thing. So identical to the first one, right? Uh, this three foot wide, uh, three foot deep, three and a half foot tall kind of cube with this domed glass on the top. Ah, uh, and so... Oh, and the light color on this one. Uh, same blue. Oh, same in blue? Yeah. Oh, so she's thinking, uh, perhaps the light is uh, to signify that everything is safe inside. Perhaps it's something biological and alive. So then she wants to go to a third one 
and just to see if it was just by chance that they were blue, if there's a different color light, if, if that seems to be nope, pattern. it's it's blue again. Another blue one. So that's it. So she has those three. Uh, and looking around the side, are there any drains, valves, or anything of that nature? It seems pretty like double riveted and welded up the sides so that it's all sealed. It's hinged in the part uh, towards the... They're basically all hinged towards the back. And then there's these heavy-duty clamps on three sides what could go wrong <laughs> so, so sister b oh what is inside is this, are you in there are there anything in there that uh, makes sound and she leans over puts her ear to foggy glass takes takes her knuckle and wraps on the glass clunk 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 and that's the noise you get back dink 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 Wait. No, nothing rapping back at you. I just mean that's oh, the sound it makes. That's the sound you get. Okay, I'm like, wait. <laughs> uh, and then uh, she just uh, she wants to uh, she doesn't really notice, but uh, senses if there's an odor around any seams or anything. She she puts her nose down and takes a good smell, perhaps there's anything like you know, formaldehyde or chlorine, anything of that nature. There's no odors coming out whatsoever. It's in fact what she notices is that it's sealed so tight, amazingly tight. Uh, buttons. Uh, no external buttons either. Oh, this is very interesting. Um, huh. And this is where uh, if the one that's closest to the light. I don't think she has anything that could do that, but somehow, yes, actually in her suitcase. She opens up her suitcase and pulls out her favorite small mirror. It's uh, more of a polished steel mirror that uh, can't really break because she travels so much. And so it's a piece of metal. Uh, wouldn't be too huge. And she wants to catch some of the light uh, coming out of the shaft and angle it towards uh, just a, a stronger bit of light, angle it towards it so it gets towards the foggy glass and see if a little more light getting in through that glass and perhaps the fog makes anything stir or anything happen so she tries that okay and as the light rakes across the dome right she's trying to balance it but the train's yeah. bouncing quite a bit and so it's kind of rough um she thinks she catches a finger and will cut to <laughs> the larger group yikes Hang on. Uh, so, uh, uh, everyone, so we were just on our way over to the uh, train station. We're about to catch uh, uh, next uh, local mode of there up to We're taking a wonderful family trip. I'm so I... excited. Sam has, he's, he's, he's taken, we haven't taken a family trip in so long, and I am just looking forward to this time away from the ranch. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Where, where, where are you going? Yeah, Cheryl, where are you going? He found this lovely brochure. I, Across the country, we're going all the way to the north to New Bloodstone. Oh, right, are you really? My jaw is dropping. That okay. maybe those two are being nice, and I'm like, <clears throat> I, you're can bringing I take... your family on <laughs> an I... investigation, Sam. 
No, Eddie, and I take out the brochure of New Bloodstone, and I say, it's a, it's a family park uh, and a study of the Old West, which I think, uh, for me, it would be wonderful for little Amos to get some exposure to real American history. Sam, this isn't one of your... your... This isn't one of your adventures, is it, Sam? We're not just party to something, are we? He said no. an investigation. Uh, okay. Um, hey, it was it was lovely to meet you. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful trip, um, guys. I, I think it's time for us to to head off on on our own trip, right? Buddy, I think I missed something. I'll ju- I'll start walking back to the car. I'm just I'm turning my back on you guys, and I'm walking, and I'm like, buddy. What what the fuck is he doing? He's bringing a family to Bloodstone. He got an investigation going on, and we got a bunch of people. None of them are cops. None of them are investigators. And all of a sudden, we got kids coming with us too. What are you fucking kidding me with this stuff? And I'm just getting in the car. I don't even know if you're with me, yeah. but I'm just going on a tirade about this. And I'm like, yeah. how am I going to tell the the bureau about this? I'm bringing a a kid. And his wife and the what the hell is going on? And I'm shutting the door and starting the car up and revving the engine. And I'm looking in the glove box for food. Colette, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm curious. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that I did not say anything during this conversation. But as soon as it became clear that Sam had told his wife a story, I just leveled a very flat gaze at him and started filing this away on my list of Sam's <laughs> lies and uh, weighing the scales of whether or not to trust him. It's mm-hmm. fair. That's about it. Yeah, all fair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, buddy's going to Buddy's gonna follow um, Eddie and not really engage in that until we get back in the car, um, but he's um, definitely going to get in the back seat so that Clut can sit in front. All right, so you three are headed off to the train station. Yes. I said, we'll see you there. Not for nothing, but the oh. second they're in, I am j- just ramming on the gas and pulling out and laying a little bit of tread on that driveway as we get out of there. Uh, well, so, yeah, it's you all know, gravel, so you're just yeah. flinging stones everywhere. Yeah. You know, Eddie, um, I, I kind of felt like maybe that was uh, not really um, – our, our business it kind of seems like maybe um sam's got some issues with his family that he had to deal with so that's why i was kind of feeling like we needed to oh, to buddy, leave there such a nice guy and i get um, it but but it, maybe sam up, has issues with his family because he's lying to them yeah we're, we're I, going someplace that's, that's, that we know it's dangerous we know it's not safe and he's showing up with a wife and a kid i don't what are we going to do with that it's not our responsibility that's something sam's got to deal with we got to we got to do our own thing. He's going to have to to figure out how to keep them safe. His stomach sounds like he has a whole oh. swarm of bullfrogs <laughs> trapped inside. Uh, uh, sir, Eddie, sir, you you okay over there? I I think I I'm still hungry. I didn't eat enough. I got a and I've got some crackers. Hopefully in the glove compartment, and I'm sort of shoving the crackers in crackers. And I'm like. I just, I'm not, you know, my stomach's just not been the same. First, I couldn't eat. Now it feels like I'm eating nothing, doing nothing but eating. I can't even begin to guess what's going on with this thing. I said it before and I'll say it again. Said it. I'll say it again. (laughs) All the tenses are out the window. (laughs) No, that is not normal. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. And I got the cracker sort of falling out of my mouth. And we'll cut to Sam and his family. Good luck. 
<laughs> I'll say, oh, I see it. See you guys there. And I'll turn to, to Cheryl and Amos and I'll ruffle Amos's hair and say, is it going to be fun to go up there to see a, a, a little West and I'll look up, up at Cheryl with a big smile. <laughs> the worst. What's, what's going on? Oh, it, you saw his attitude getting into the car and peeling off like that all, all, all hectic like. He, he and I got into a bit of an argument. Uh, his friend Buddy was trapped, and I pulled him out. And in the process of pulling him out, he got injured a little bit, and we got into a bit of a scuffle. So he's Sam, still got it, a bit is of this, a... Is this trip safe? You said we were going on a family trip. Is this a a, a wholesome attraction we're going to? Sure, I can't. I didn't print this brochure. Look at it. You should reread it yourself. It's a family attraction about the West and the learnings about it. But he it. said there was an investigation of the old town up in Bloodstone. They're on some sort of other, other, other questions about uh, the the uh, goings on here in the streets and the base and and all of that. And I don't know where that's taking them. I don't know anything personally about their investigation. I just found this brochure in the process and thought well it's a family trip and we haven't been on one in so long and so we'll cut away as the family gets in the truck and you get in the truck and uh you put the you put the brochure in cheryl's lap as you uh start the car and uh and drive away not too far behind eddie and buddy and colette uh sister b mm-hmm Sister B notice finger. Is and it, then uh... and then the fog swirls around it again. Yep. It was like you just got it for a moment. Was it uh, like a reaching finger, touching the glass finger, or just a finger for a second? You're not positive. Finger okay. for a second. Perfectly valid. Sister B goes, oh, this is very interesting. And, and she realizes what she, her non-aspects, what she morally has to do. This is some, this is a, this is a person in there, and they are trapped, and they are um, confined, and that's wrong. Like so, Ethan, who's back on the tracks back there? Very much so. <laughs> okay. Uh, unfortunately, forward. 99s and 96s did not help him, but our heart was in a good place. <laughs> and so Sister B uh, is very careful. She, uh, uh, From underneath her, her dress, she takes out her, her, her mouser. Just to be careful. And then she goes over and she wants to fiddle with uh, the latches that are on top of this thing. Okay. And so... Is it the type of latch that this, you can get a hand under? So imagine there's hinges on the backside and yep. then there's two latches on each. So they're on each other side. So there's six total latches. Six total latches. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, she goes to the front latch and she pops one. Okay. And, and nothing she... happens. She goes to latch on left side. She pops one. Okay. She goes to latch on right side. She pops one. Okay. And she notes fog. If fog is dissipating a little bit, if anything is happening. She can tell at this point that there's a lot of redundancy in those latches. Okay. Uh, Light is still blue. Light is still blue. And no, no sucking sound of pressure changes. Okay. So at this point, then she will go to left side and pop that latch. The second one. Okay, and when she pops that, uh, the light flickers from blue to red, and then black back to blue, and then flickers back to red. It's kind of it's flickering back and forth. Uh, she leans on the edges and pushes it down a little bit. It's like, is, 
See if there's okay. a contact, like a contact thing makes it more. It stays blue. Okay. So she takes her elbow off and she goes over to the right side and pops second latch. Okay. And at this point, the light goes fully red and little bits of fog wisp out the side and we're going to cut to the car with Buddy, Colette, and Eddie. Wow. Nice. And as I'm driving along, um, whatever you guys want, but I've been telling you, like, so look, when we get there, we're going to be meeting my old part. Remember I mentioned Johnny Dante. So he's going to be showing up. He's going to help out a little bit. Um, you know, you remember also that I told you that my other partner, he disappeared, right? So um, I, I, Jimmy's, I don't know if Jimmy's going to show up. I don't know if Jimmy just went undercover and didn't tell me, but I'm getting Johnny Dante involved because there's something going on. And I don't know, we got all this crap going on with kids and, and just, I, 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 I need to get this more professional, right? Because you and I got to get something solved here. We've been investigating this for a long time and there's just, there's not been a lot of progress other than finding out about Bloodstone. So I'm bringing so someone in from the Bureau to help us. I don't want to necessarily have this conversation in the car because I think we probably would have had it in the intervening month between seasons, but Colette would have wondered where and how Jimmy disappeared because whenever she hears somebody disappearing, she of course thinks of the okay. facility. Yeah. And I would have told you that we were in a hotel and we, we just, you know, we had separate rooms. I got up the next day and he was gone in Los Alamos outside. We were, we were en route to Los Alamos. So may, like I was sort of imagining that we're like some hotel a couple hours outside. So we were just about to get in and, and sort of get going into the investigation deeper. We'd been doing lots of the groundwork. Like and Santa so, Fe? I, I don't know. I'm bad. <laughs> you tell me. I, I have no idea. We're on I'd in say a hotel a couple in, hours I, outside. I would say, uh, oh, by car? Yeah, then, by car. Oh, okay. Yeah, then by car, sure. Uh, we could even... We could even go like kind of northeastern uh, uh, New Mexico would be. Yeah, it's sort of in my head canon. It's someplace pretty rural. Yeah, that would make sense. So, yeah. So, okay. so, and then I would just tell you guys that I, would, I got up the next day. I go to his room and it's just cleaned out. It's disappeared. I don't see any of his stuff. I didn't see a sign of a struggle. There was no indication that something bad had happened, but he was just gone. And so I spent some time investigating, called into the bureau Asked him if they had any ideas, like if he'd phoned in. Um, but, you know, so we don't know that something bad has necessarily happened. But just the fact that he disappeared, he wouldn't do that. He's never done that before. Right. So as y'all kind of work that work through that conversation of what happened with Jimmy and Eddie and Sam's family chugging right behind the way. And then Sister B, I just want to end with a sand roll, Sister B as your flipping latches lights are blinking and oh haven't done last is... so i just i haven't done the last latch. no no yet. i know i know I, okay. I said flipping latches not okay. not the last one yeah but and the lights flickering and the fog kind of coming out from so a so a sand roll yeah give me a sand roll uh ooh, just missed 59 so you said 52 Perfect. All right. So we'll uh we'll start next episode on Sister B's oh. dissipating sand as she enters what's in the train. <laughs>
All right. That is going to do it for us for this episode of Under the Library. Thanks very much for joining us. Until next time, you can find us at underthelibrary.com. And don't forget, check out our other show. It's called Up Your RPG. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. So for me, for Michael, for Rick, for Wayne, for Emily, and for Scott, thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you next time. How much longer can we put up Eddie's imminent demise? And when he gets off the train in Georgia and there's no Bloodstone, Cheryl's going to stab him in the face. Is Bloodstone in Georgia now? No, sir. Oh, fuck me. I think you're forgetting about someone else. Nah. Sam got creepy.